Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, happy to fuel. And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas? What is Hi. going on, everyone? Hi, <laughs> Hi everyone. Uh, this How you is... guys doing today? Great, great, great. This is episode 143. Was you asking us or were you asking the audience? Everybody. Everybody. It was open. And it's always open. I'm well. <laughs> Good. Thank you for answering, guys. <laughs> I thought it was always established. I'm asking the crowd, the fans, and y'all. Gotcha. <laughs> always y'all. <laughs> um, yes, thank you. Thanks yeah. for asking. How are you? I'm all right. I'm okay, all right. great, great, yeah. great. Beautiful. Yeah. Doing good. He, uh, he like Willie Nelson on the road again. <laughs> yeah, on location. No? Boy, you are, that was trash. That, that was, I thought that was pretty solid. What, it, what was it? I, I didn't hear Willie Nelson on the road again. No, I'm, yeah, I agree with you, Yoda. You have better. That was, better. That was solid to me. <laughs> no, that was not solid. That was fucking. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of all the good shit you said, you gotta clap for that. Clap for that. <laughs> what a waste of a clap. <laughs> you only got but so many claps over there. <laughs> Wasted one. Uh, the, uh, like I said, this is episode one forty three. I think we might be down a man a day. Uh, shout out to Dev. Uh, What's up, Dev? I think he he's um doing his uh, daddy duties out there. Um, uh Traveling for uh, team sports. You know, I mean, what? Travel oh, for sports? Sh- I don't, that's not really team. Are we sure he's not the one in gymnastics? Say <laughs> <laughs> uh, He is traveling for the team sport, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess because I guess they're technically a team when because it's a unit, but it's like an yeah. individual. But yeah. don't, do they win, like, is it points in cumulative? I don't know. Or is it just individual? I think it's just individual girl, at little, this little point. He's just doing their thing. I think okay. it's individual. I think. I'm not sure. Don't give me a Yeah, line. me neither. <laughs> me neither. 
Uh, I've been to the competitions. Right. Devin, so let he, Devin get back to us. Yeah, us Devin's going to come. He's going to listen. He's going to come on. And he's going to say, first so thing. how it works. First thing. Yeah. <laughs> is that we're going <laughs> to. That's going to be the first thing for next week's episode. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but we do have a special guest with us yes. uh, this afternoon. Because uh, like I said, this is episode 143. And we have all the way from. Uh, three. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, we have Chattanooga. Yeah. Chattanooga. Yeah. Chattanooga. Is that how you say it? Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yeah. Chattanooga. What I said. Chattanooga. What I said. Chattanooga. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 she living in Tennessee. Oh, she already said no. So I know I said it wrong. She shook her head. I could see it. <laughs> Chattanooga. Oh, <Good> Lord. <laughs> That's just hometown. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. Uh, right, usher Oh, that's where they use usher bucks. Yeah, from. Uh, <laughs> oh no, it's the only place in America. We're gonna bring in uh, Latoya Buck. Ask her that. <laughs> so I want to welcome her to the podcast. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. So, so how do you say it? Chattanooga. That's not what I said. What I say? You said like. I don't know what you said. It wasn't Chattanooga, though. Chattanooga. <laughs> it was like a chugga. chugga. Chattanooga. 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 Chat. Let's call it chat. It's fun. Right. Chat, Tennessee. Yeah. I don't know. That's right. Chat-town. Yeah. Chattown. Chat-town. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Chattown? Yeah. Chattown. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Chattown, Tennessee. I thought mm-hmm. I was making that shit up, but I like nope. it. Nope. <laughs> All right. Chat- that's why I sound so good because it's been out there. Right. I just gonna call <laughs> Usher's hometown. <laughs> I know. Someone said that to me uh, last week, and I was in New York. They were like, "Oh, Chattanooga, that's where Usher's from." And I was like, it's "More things in Chattanooga than Usher, but yeah." <laughs> oh man! Okay, but I think when people think if they're not from that area, they probably think Usher mm-hmm. first. I might, yeah. no, but but there was something I else I, I thought did. about before Usher, I knew Usher. Was it a TV show? There was something about Chat Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Chat. chat, what are you saying? Chat, whatever. <laughs> chat town, man. Chat, chat town. town. Chat town. All right. <laughs> well, we want to welcome you again to the podcast, uh, yes, LT. Thank you. It's okay, Rob. Yeah. I'm going to just say Tennessee. <laughs> say that too. Too. Tennessee. Actually, I'm not going to say it again at all again. <laughs> uh, Everybody know where she's from. Right. At this <laughs> point, you know it ain't Chatt- Chattanooga. <laughs> uh, you, you said it again. Chat town. Chat town. You <laughs> just said I'm not. Uh, I know. Uh, before we get into it, we always like to know how what everybody is drinking on. Uh, so... What are we drinking today? Oh, I'm just curious to know what uh, Latroy is drinking on today. <laughs> um, okay. We're drinking water today just because I had a really long night and I couldn't go to the store to buy any beer because I don't have my car. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a good story, but we'll... <laughs> All right. <laughs> I probably need water anyways. Like I said, it's, yeah, it's necessary. Yeah, that, that was, uh, that was uh, divine intervention. Yeah, yeah it sure was. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, uh, yo, what you drinking on? I got this here, right here, Stone Age Love. Okay, can you see it? You know, I almost grabbed that too. Can you see it? I can see a little bit of it. Yeah. A little bit. It's kind of oh. shiny. Yeah, it's but a I can get shiny. It's hard to see in the um, camera, but it's from the Rare Barrel, and they're out of Berkeley, California, right? Mm. Okay. 
So this is a golden sour. Mm. All right. But it's aged in oak burrows with tart cherries. You said with cherries? With cherries? Not just cherries. Tart cherries. Tart cherries. Tart. Yeah. So this is what it looks like. Is that a certain cherry? Is Uh, is there a a certain tart cherry? I I, I don't know, but I'm glad they said it. Because this is <laughs> I don't know what. Well, they was they was they was letting you know. This it was a dark. warning. Yes. <laughs> this ain't just you. Just ain't gonna taste taste cherries is what they was telling me. You gonna taste some tart cherries. Tart cherries. I got. You. But this would look like in a glass. You know, I only took one sip. I'll take a sip now. Oh, that's what you made that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is something different. <laughs> wow, so you but so you would think the, you would think the barrel age would take away some of the tartness? No, oh no, mm-hmm. <laughs> even when no. You, maybe they put you, the tart on the back. No, nah, they wouldn't put the tart on the back end, would they? When you smell it, no. you know it's tart. Oh, mm. you know it's tart. Okay. No. Yeah, I smelled it first, and I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna sip this. <laughs> isn't that? Isn't that? Um. Why they call them golden sours? Because they are extra tart? Because isn't like that golden monkey extra sour? Oh, yeah. They have a golden monkey sour, but now golden is just, I think, just referring to like the color. But, yeah, but that's okay. Okay. You don't, don't you don't look like you like it, though. <laughs> Not at all. I look like a keep it in the cooler. I can't. Store. <laughs> you know, now you know why I can't, I wouldn't keep it in the cooler because they did tell me it was tart. Yeah, at least they told me. Yeah, but still, so, uh, if, you don't, if you don't enjoy it, you're going to... Right, gonna, but, right. <laughs> just because, because they, they got a warning label thing, on it. Because the thing is, the, the reason why I say that is because just because I don't it, I don't enjoy it because it's so tart. Right. But it ain't bad. It doesn't taste horrible. It's just too tart for me. Gotcha. For my liking. So yeah, you'll so, just have so the tart, the tart fans, the tart fans. Yeah, so I would, just, I, I would just have one of these. But I was reading the um, can, and it said that it was a blend of... Golden sour beer aged in oak burrows with tart cherries, but then it says fermented with uh, bretonomyces. Right, yeah, anomla. Anomyces. Yeah, so it's the, the yeah. yeah. So yeah. what's that like <laughs> a, a fungus? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, it's a it's um, a different kind of yeast you can use, and mostly people use those in like um, barrel aged beers, just because they. Brett takes a long time to eat to break down sugars in beers, and they can usually lend. There's like three different strains of Brett you can use. Um, some of them kind of have like um, kind of like a funky, like horse blankety, leathery kind of mm. taste. And there's some that can like lend like some kind of like fruitiness and that like pineapple flavor. Way. Yeah, like I don't like that. Something. I don't. No, but they all get described up. We do have a, a brewer blanket, and a scholar a here. Horse blanket taste. It what, tastes like yeah. horse blanket. I mean, truly, that's that's the best way to put it. Like farmhouse, like <laughs> yeah, that I, smell. I, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's it. That's <laughs> very specific. Look, you'll look for it next time you have a Brett beer. You'll look for it, and you'll be like, yeah. Okay. Oh, there's that horse blanket. Horses. <laughs> the question, the question you always get to: Who is eight, who's eating a horse blanket? That's say what that. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Why when you taste it, you like I, that's it. That's the taste. Like I don't know, man. I literally <laughs> like whenever I used to hear that all the time, and I was I was same thing. I was like, who decided that horse blanket was the flavor for that? Like 
how did we how did we get there Yo, <laughs> to that flavor? flavor? Why, why, yeah. well, it probably was something that they looked at and said, "You know what? I think that's what a horse blanket would taste like." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, and that's somebody, how. Yeah. somebody was yawing on a horse blanket. Yeah, like, no, it's weird. Morning, I'm sorry. Or, maybe because you know how you, sometimes when you ride past a farm or if you're in a farm, you that smell to get in your mouth, right? And you yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like kind of taste. And you'd be like, oh, I taste that shit. I taste that. Mm. Horse maybe that's right, what happened. Yeah. Right, there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I don't, I don't know. Nobody really knows what horse <laughs> like. But I think somebody does. I think there's somebody. Somebody does. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> definitely knows what horse does. But it also, it also uh, says that it has some uh, tart uh, lemonade in it, too. So Lemonade? It got a whole oh, lot of stuff yeah. going on in there. So, that thing is so, all over the place. That's mm-hmm. probably why it's so damn tart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they was looking for all of it. They ain't put no pop tarts in there, did they? (laughs) (laughs) Finish it off. (laughs) Little pastries. But I do like the I do like the can. It's a little heart and the check check mark thing. Oh, cute. But the the can is nice. Yeah, because but the the light kind of throws it off a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's real nice. All right, all right, Lou. What you drinking on? Uh, let me pour a little bit for us. Uh, I got this. This is the 2021 Reserve Tequila Barrel Age Watermelon Goza. Mm. Wow. Oh, that's what that looked okay. like there. Tequila. This is from a ter- Terrapin, okay. Terrapin Beer Company out of Athens, Georgia. Mm. Um, this is, like I said, a Watermelon Goza. I'm trying to find the ABV. Oh, there we go. It's six oh, point. I didn't uh, say mine. Go ahead. Go ahead, Yoda. What is it? I didn't say my ABV. It's yeah, 7.2. Yeah, that's a, that all that tartness is seven point. Mm, yes, mm, mm, mm. I want to taste that. I want to taste that. Here, you can. I'm gonna no. bring you mine right now. No, I, think, I think I got one for you. I think I have one for you. Actually. Put a cap, cap, cap it. I'll have two. I, I want to taste that. Uh, but it says here, uh, by meticulously aging our watermelon goza and um, imported tequila barrels, we have created a delicate balance between watermelon flavor, tartness, and delicate tequila barrel notes. This extension of our ever popular Goza might even get you thinking about putting a little extra salt on the rim of your pint glass. Oh. It don't need it. This uh the salt is like I could taste the salt in here. I could taste the watermelon, the tequila, and it's it's amazing because supposedly watermelon and salt goes together. I never really liked it. Yeah, people like salt. Me either. Oh, I never was a fan yes. of that. But it's a thing, you know right. what I mean? It's not it's not like it is a thing amongst uh, the watermelon eating population that they like salt. Mm-hmm on their watermelon <laughs> and people right. like salt with their tequila so it's a perfect match uh this is delicious i don't know if you can see the color it's kind of like orangey pinkish uh watermelon color you know what i'm saying right uh it's delicious man this is if you like gozas and that it, it always got does gozas always have to have the salt in it yeah that's part of the uh, that's goza. part of the so yeah, yeah this, this is tequilas and yeah. gozas go together like cheers and I love tequila, so yeah, I love this beer. This is pass me another all the way. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right, sounds good. I gotta try that one. Hey, Rob. Yes, yeah, sir. What you drinking on this week, sir? I'm actually drinking on. I think someone had it already on here the podcast, but it is the uh, the dry hop imperial pilsner from uh, from the barrel and flow with Trogues, uh, Harris family, and Mac. Uh, okay. The ten point two percent imperial. Mm. Pilsner. I don't, I don't remember what it was Max called. Max contracts to always be over 10%. I think so. I think he said yeah. that. He said he, Yo, yeah. Yeah, he, want yeah. that, he want the sip drink. He want the sip beer. I know, so. but I mean, even when he collaborate, they'd be high. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's his, his that's his, he keeps that's his true thing. to his. He, uh, that's what I'm saying. Brand. He'd be signing like, this is what we're doing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a collab, but I got to. You know what I want? I got to give you that. I high. want a 10.2, 10.4% <laughs> 10. 
Bill Pilsner. I want something hot. Not ever. Right. <laughs> I've never said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Mac like has. Does it, feel, does it feel like ten? Does it feel like ten point two? No. But I so do want to. I do want to pay attention to my the ring around my glass because you know that thing glass clean baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> beer clean glass baby. <laughs> I just rolled. I, like I just rolled my eyes. I know that's why. That's why yeah. I laugh. I, that's why I, laugh. <laughs> that's, I don't have no words for this. That's why I laugh harder because I saw you. <laughs> but that is the color. It's a nice golden color right there. There it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. The beer. The beer looks great. Yeah, it does. Yeah, right, it fuck is. that glass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Really? Uh, really? The, what really? The cleanliness. The cleanliness. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm just. Uh, oh, oh, y'all, y'all are so much brothers. That is so cute. That was cute. <laughs> y'all ain't even. Y'all ain't even playing that, did y'all? Nope. Nah. Oh, that's adorable. Um. All right. Well, <laughs> sorry, everybody got something uh, good <laughs> to drink on. But so we want to get into this uh, this episode. We want to know all about uh, Hula Troyo or LT for short. Is uh, how she became, well, how she got in the craft beer. Butts, if you're nasty. Yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> well, well, uh, wow. Um, all right. <laughs> over. I'll go keep going. Right. Don't even worry about it. Her, her craft beer journey. Uh, how she got the? Woo-hoo. How did she got the five wit? Uh, five wits, and um, and and more about the uh, Michael J. Jackson uh, scholarship that was, I think, started by uh, uh, Mr. Um, Garrett Oliver himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, without further ado, you want to thank uh, the Troy Butts for coming on. Again? The floor <laughs> is yours. <laughs> what was that? Um, <laughs> I think uh, real quick and uh, how I got into beer. It's not. I don't know. It's not a huge story. Um, <laughs> I hung out in um, one of the breweries here um, maybe six or seven years ago with one of my friends. And um, he just, he, under the premise, he was just like, you know, we should have more women brewing beer. And I was like, at the time, I was like, that's cool. I'm not going to do it, but that's cool. <laughs> um, but he was like, you should just come hang out. And uh, so I did. I hung out with him for, I guess, maybe like a month or so before he actually left that brewery. And I don't know, like in, in that moment, in that month, like I just kind of like fell in love with the process and like, you know, the fact that you could get like all these different beers out of like basically four ingredients, you know, aside from like adjuncts and things like that. So I was like just really fascinated by it. And then uh, a month later I moved out to Colorado, um, out into the, to the mountains. Um, I worked at a brewery out there trying to get into production, but I was mostly tap room. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, I did, I did a little bit of production there, but my first job in production, I moved back to Wilmington, North Carolina, um, at a brewery called Wrightsville Beach Brewing Company. Um, and that was like my first full-time um, production job. And from there, I hated Wilmington, and I don't know why. I, <laughs> I didn't give it a fair chance, I don't think, just because I miss being back home because I'd been gone for three years already at that point. Um, and I found that they were opening Five Woods here in Chattanooga. So I applied, and I got the job. So I ended up there, and I thought that when I got to Five Woods, we would um, – or I would just be doing like cellar work and stuff like that. Cause that's all I've ever like really done. Um, but my boss was pretty much like, you know, you can do all that stuff. We have to teach you how to brew. And I was like, okay. Nice. <laughs> and that, that kind of like took me 
um, that caught me off guard because I, I mean, I just like to be prepared for that kind of stuff. Like I want to like read up and do some studying and things like that, but I really didn't have time. So he like put me on the brew deck and, you know, he shadowed me and I shadowed him for maybe like a month or two. And then, so I learned how to brew on a 20 barrel brew system. (laughs) So that, that was a big, big leap. But that's how I got to uh, Five Woods here, and I've been there for two years. Um, and so I'm, I'm a brewer there, um, pretty much run production, I guess. It's only me and my boss there, so we have a small team. Oh, nice. That's up. Mm-hmm. Yo, does, does, your, does your boss know that originally when somebody said that we need more women brewing beer, mm-hmm. you were like, uh, huh, who cares? He does. I know. Whenever I started drinking beer, like, I don't know. I just, I knew I wanted to work in beer, but the, that part of it, like never just in, didn't interest me at all. Like I thought I'd do like sales or, you know, run a tap room. Cause my background before this was um, hospitality. So I've been a bartender for like forever, like a restaurant manager and stuff like that. So I thought that would be the way that I got into beer, but I don't know. <laughs> so was it literally Shifted. you being at the uh, brewery that you're at now and him saying you're, you're going to be a brewer that got you into being a brewer? Um, no, I think I I shifted my kind of like focus, um, a few years ago before I moved to Colorado to wanting to be in production. But, um, I, I guess term, I always knew I wanted to be a brewer, but I, I thought it would take longer than, you know, (laughs) being at my job and my boss being like, cool, we're going to teach you how to brew. So I, I thought that it would take, you know, another year or two before I even got into it. But no, I welcome the challenge and I like, love it. Like I'm, I'm obsessed. Nice. That's my favorite. <laughs> so I know you had mentioned that uh, you were at the, you were already at a brewery and, and drinking. So how did you actually get into craft beer? Like what, what was there just, do you have a, you always like beer or do you have something that? Uh, I think that, okay. I worked at a bar when I lived in Savannah, Georgia, and we had like um, a happy hour. Wait, and wait, wait. Yes, yes, we do need to counter that check. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you from Tennessee? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm from Tennessee. I'm from Dixon, you. Tennessee. It's like a super small town. It's like definitely drive by. Like no one knows I'm where far, it is. So I just I'm far from uh, it's three hours from here. Sheesh. Okay, what's the? Is yeah. there a big city close no. to where you're from? Uh, oh, Nashville, Nashville actually. Okay, it's like maybe an hour out west. Of Nashville. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So we just uh, we had this happy hour, and people would ask about our beers, and we had a really awesome like craft beer lineup. But I could never describe the beers to people, and I didn't even. I, I drink. I drink Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> Back. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. I've been delivered. Um, <laughs> but, so I would just like sit down and like have a beer after work. Or um, we also got a world of beer in Savannah, um, like really, shortly after I started working there. So that was kind of like when I walked into the world of beer and they had like what, like 500 you know, cans or in like all these taps. And I was just like, I was literally like, holy shit. Like that's, wild (laughs) and so that kind of like just pushed me on kind of a trajectory of just like being just immersed in you know craft beer going to festivals and i don't know anywhere there was craft beer like i was always like wanting to be a part so Mm -hmm. that's how i started drinking beer and then from there all right uh so so what is your favorite style of beer my favorite style of beer would be i have two Okay, so it's like loggers and um, like saisons, like any kind of like farmhouse style. Okay. 
Oh, so she she ate the horse leather. <laughs> I did. I did. She, I she, like it. <laughs> that's why she was so able to see. Right, that's why she was so able to see. Like, yeah, horse, yeah. horse yeah. educated guys. Horse leather blanket. I know exactly what it tastes like. Horse blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. my thing. Is, it, is, it, is that your favorite style of beer to brew? Uh, I would say, yeah. Loggers are like, loggers are my favorite style to brew just because I think that, you know, they're, they're pretty technical and you can't hide mistakes behind loggers. You know what I mean? Like they're just like a showcase of pretty much what the brewer did to the beer. And I, we, I just learned how to do decoction mashing too, um, a little while ago. So I always like to go through the extra like effort. You don't have to, but I mean, it sucks. Decaution mashing sucks, but I like the outcome of it. So it's like a, like a labor of love situation. I don't know. (laughs) Could you explain what what that is real quick? Oh, decaution. So it's like, um, you take a little bit of their mash. We usually do like a, like 30% of what we have in the mash tun and pump it over to the kettle. And so you can boil it down, you know, you can like send it back over, you know, as soon as it starts to boil or you can boil it for an extra long time. So we, I don't know, sometimes you can do like 30 minutes is what we did when we did our, um, check dark lager. Um, but the point is you just like, you boil it and then you're going to send it back over to the mash tun to raise the temperature. So it's almost like step mashing. Um, but it's one of those things too. You kind of, kind of have to trust the numbers <laughs> on what's happening. And, um, but yeah, I mean, you just, 30% of your mash, you know, grains and all, take it over, boil it. And that also lends to, like, color and those, like, um, melanoidin kind of flavors, you know, like those, like, caramel kind of notes. You can get all that from decoction mashing. Like, I mean, you really don't even have to use um, specialty grains. I mean, you can, and they're always there. Like, there's even melanoidin malt, you know. So you don't have to do a decoction, but I just, I like doing it. I like traditional ways. Do you think it makes ways. a better lager? I do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I do. People will, you know, people are you, I mean, you, you can make really great lagers without doing a decoction mash, but I just, I like traditional methods. Hmm. So uh, I can do at, it that way. At the, at the brewery you're at, is, is that your, your, their main style is lagers? Yeah. Yeah. We do a lot of lagers. Okay. I need okay. to go to five wits. <laughs> Y'all shipping? Y'all, no, uh, we're not shipping, but I can send you guys some. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> I forgot. Allegedly, allegedly, I could ship you some. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, can ship candles? She has candles. 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 Yeah. Everybody has a candle company these days. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah loggers are good. Good time, and I think um, yeah. I think um, uh, Mr. Uh, Oliver actually said if you want to, if you go to a brewery. Try their lagers. Try their lagers, because, yeah. because that tells yeah. you if they can really brew or not. Because, like you said, you can't you can't hide right. anything uh, in, in them. Like Cliff in the style. Like if it turns a little too burnt, just add some coconut. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I used to be like if, when you go to a brewery, I used to be like try their IPA because I was like, how do you mess up an IPA? But you can, and people do a lot. And this is what they do is they put a bunch of fruit on top of it or a ton of hops mm. and things. Like, you can hide a lot in an IPA, I've learned. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely pick a lager style for sure. Nice. Now, do, y'all, do y'all do the IPAs as well, or do you? 
Yeah, we okay. actually, one of our flagships is a Sunblaze IPA, and I, I think I brew that probably more than anything else. <laughs> um, but it's, I call it the beer that keeps our lights on, honestly. Like, right. we sell so much. <laughs> well, I mean, that's true, about, that's true about most places, IPA. Yeah, if you make a good IPA, IPA it's, it's going to mm-hmm. sell for sure. Yeah. What's, so what's in that IPA? Like, is there something special about it? Um, it's. Kind of just, um, we kind of try to bridge the gap between like West Coasty and a little bit of like a New England style. Um, it's not very hazy. It's not hazy at all, actually, but it has those same like piney, like danky, resinous flavors, but also like really juicy and like, you know, tropical and citrus as well. So, and it does, it's, it's a little sweeter um, than I guess a West Coast. So I guess that kind of lends more towards that New England style, but I think it's like a nice in between. So it's a so Southeast style like IPA. Yes. <laughs> South hey, IPA. I like that, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new IPA style? Yeah. Yeah. S-C-I-P-A. S-C-I-P-A. You're welcome, LT. Appreciate it. Rob, but if you hear them say that, you're going to be like, wait a minute. That's why we say you welcome right now, Yoda. Mm-hmm. We gotta let them know where where the timestamp was. Yes. <laughs> Rob came through with that. S E I P A. I'm sure I'm not the I first like person, it. but but I, but I think I think somebody said they did like a like especially when it's a mashup and it's not really a because mm-hmm. I think um, somebody here said North they don't call it a New England IPA they call it Northeast IPA I think uh, one of the brew works does mm-hmm. okay because it's uh, more more of their their style or something like that. All right. Man, I don't mind a, a little sweeter IPA though. Yeah, no, it, I think it definitely Yoda. helps. Yoda, you are, you are. Yeah, I, don't, I don't mind that. Please tone it down. Tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> but still make it smell good. You know, they smell yeah. good. It smells awesome. We like hop the shit out of it. Like we do, like um, <laughs> we do an early edition, just like a like we do seventy five minute boils. I think we get more. Um, I guess. I guess hop efficiency mm-hmm. out of it more. We can use more of the alpha acids or whatever, but so we, we do this big 75 minute edition with Chinook. And then we do um, a 15, a five, a flame out and a whirlpool. So we do a ton of like late edition um, hops. So you get a ton of aromatics and we do a warm dry hop also with it. So it's def- definitely flavorful and um, it smells really good. <laughs> I like the smells. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> no, Lou no. doesn't doesn't drink IPAs. Oh, I drink them. I taste them all. He ta- don't, don't taste them. Taste them. Don't drink them. You taste. It's very rare that I find one that I'm I'm beholden to. It's very rare. Yeah. Right. Now, now here's this question. Since you said you were obsessed with uh, brewing, like what part of uh, the process are you obsessed with? You actually the the journey of the beer or the finished product and seeing people's reaction? Like, oh, this is great. Like, what part um, does? Do you enjoy the most? I think I like the process. Um, I do enjoy like going out to the tap room and people are like, oh, my God, this is so good. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, <laughs> that's awesome. But I, I love the process, like the, you know, the building the recipes and stuff like that. Like, so like I said, like, this is my first brewing job, so I'm really new. So, you know, taking like all these different like hops and these grains and like what subtleties you get out of those. And I think I like building it and then yeah i also like following it through the journey through its journey because you can like taste all those flavors and nuances and like add the conditions like you know what flavors come out what kind of fades away i don't know and also just like the process um 
you know, brewing's awesome. I wish I had gotten into home brewing a lot more before I started doing it. And I think I'd had like two successful homebrew batches forever ago. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't easy for me to do a home brewing, but um yeah, no, I just like the process. Okay. Mostly like recipe building. Yeah. Has anybody had any uh any bad reactions when they find out a black girl brewed their beer? Not that I know of. Not that I know of. And I, I've also I've thought about that just because I am in like, you know, the South. <laughs> and um but also I don't know that a lot of people know no, that I'm no. the brewer. Yeah. Uh, and I don't And they probably don't assume it either. They probably like, nah. They, they definitely don't assume it. I think um I talked to my boss about that too. Um I mean I think I, I call Elliot like black adjacent <laughs> sometimes. He's definitely white, but he <laughs> he's definitely white. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely white. <laughs> but he uh I don't know. He for me it's easy for me to talk to this stuff with him. Um talk about this stuff with him. Cause I, I don't know that he understands, but he can, he like empathizes. He, he like, we went to hop selection in Yakima and I made a joke. It wasn't really a joke. I thought it was funny. I don't know if he, <laughs> I counted, <laughs> I counted every black person that I saw while we were in Yakima. Oh, we had every do beer. Event. I do yeah. that too. And I did it and we got to nine. Okay. <laughs> and me and Chris from uh, Green Bench, we uh, were two of them. So. <laughs> oh, you um, counted yourself? I counted myself, yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, things like that, like I think people just assume that, I mean, he is the brewer. I mean, he is my ball. He's the head brewer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he looks like every other brewer that you know you see he has right. like you know his long hair his backwards hat and his big beard right. <laughs> yeah i was about to say beard <laughs> beard yeah so i i was telling him like i when i get into these spaces um of a bunch of brewers like i tend to kind of shrink myself or kind of like fall back a little bit just because like hey i don't want to be that person like the black woman brewer in the room you know what i mean it's sometimes it kind of it feels overwhelming but also even when I'm out, like in our tap room, like I, I won't say anything. The tap, the the guys that you know are bartending, they they make it a point always to be like, well, she's the brewer, and the people just kind of look and like, I don't know. I just, I don't know if people feel a way about it or feel any differently, but I know people. That's what I'm saying. People don't know that I'm the brewer, and they also, like you said, don't assume that I'm the brewer. So I just kind of like, I kind of just like lay low <laughs> right. a little bit, and I think. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, like people know that I brew there, but I don't, I don't know that many people do, but I never, I guess I should do, be better about, you know, making that known. Right. I post a picture on the window, like, and if you look at it's, uh, like, it's me, it's me. <laughs> and if you look at five, five wits uh, IG page, like she's on there, and they say yeah, she's the brewer, yeah. so it's not like. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they went looking, yeah. they, they will find that she is. If they but look for it, yeah, yeah but, but it's just the unassuming of it all, like right. Yeah, but it, it's only because they're for lack of a better word, y'all, you guys, black women in brewing as, mm-hmm. as brewers are so far and few in between. Mm-hmm. And we just want to make that, that bigger and better. Like how, how can you sure. as a brewer at your brewery make, get more black women into brewing? Like, what are you, um, what, are you doing anything or can you figure it out? Um, know? I don't know that I'm doing anything, you know, like outwardly, but I think um, the conversations are always there. 
just showing know, up. She she is doing just something. being there. Yeah, absolutely, and I think absolutely. Right. I sure. should um like I said like I should do I should be better about being out there and trying to you know make myself known. But also like <laughs> in doing that, I feel like I don't know. I'm pretty shy. So I don't really like to be like Grass out there, out there like that. You know what I mean? Well, we, we, we can't, we can't come, to, we can't come to your joint because we'll be in there like, yeah, hey, yo, 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 baby, she back there. We should. I don't know. That that maybe that's 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 how we do it. Um, but I mean, otherwise, like, I mean, the well, people that work there, they, yeah, yeah, well, they let people know that I'm the one that's back yeah. there and. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really necessarily stick around for the reaction or, right. you know, what they that's, have to say. But they they make it a point for, to let people. That's know. not for you. You you're here for the compliments <laughs> and to make the good beer. Right. It, you're not yeah. here for all the negativity. Like f them. You're the brewer. That, for that's sure. All that and matters. Yep. you know, maybe there wouldn't be anything negative. I don't know. I just right. don't. That's why I'm saying I, I shrink myself a, a ton, and I don't even like sitting out there a lot of the time. I just don't even want to set myself up for a situation where I gotta. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that, that's sad because I, 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 act I honestly, that's sad because I honestly think like if you, you're you're making good beer, so I honestly think if somebody got to speak to you and I would hope that it would be a positive experience for you, you know, all all the time because you're making sure. good beer. Even if you made a beer that somebody didn't like, they could still mm-hmm. talk to you in a respectful way right. that was criticizing the beer that could help you be a better brewer in the future mm-hmm. and not not be a brewer you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I, yeah no i i welcome feedback a weird, too a weird balance that sucks yeah yeah that's all right i mean the you know the work the work continues right right <laughs> we got to keep For keep sure. having the conversations and things like that so yeah um, so, so my, I, I don't okay. even know if you know this question in terms of like how many uh female brewers are there in tennessee um that i don't know i know there is Nashville, I have Jackaloop. Um, there's a women-owned and operated brewery. Okay. Um, them, I think I said one. I mean, I think I know of six. Okay. <laughs> six brewers, yeah. Six in Tennessee? Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, here in, in town, we have, it's me. There's four in Chattanooga. Okay. So, so majority yeah. are in Chattanooga. Yeah. That, that well, you I don't know, know, of, I don't that know, you know about of. everywhere else, but right, yeah. That you know of, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many do you know of any other black female brewers besides uh, uh, Hannah and you? Mm, yes, yes. I met one um, lady up in uh, Brooklyn, actually. Um, her name is Robin Williams. Um, <laughs> she's actually British. Uh, she she brews at Wild East Brewing up in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, okay. She's great, and they make really awesome lagers at that brewery, too. Um, and then, you know, I don't know... Um, I've just recently found out her name is Celeste Beatty. You guys yeah. ever heard of her? Yeah. 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 Okay. Har- Harlem Brewery. So, yeah. I apologize yeah, so, for not mentioning her first. N- no, I mean, yeah. that's one of the things like until like all these conversations started happening, what, like a year or two ago, like I never even knew she existed, mm. you know? And then that's, that's awesome. Um, that's so dope. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure. Is she, a, is she a brewer there or is she just like owner? She's a she yes, no? head brewer. Head brewer, head brewer. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. awesome. That's that's really cool. We gotta but, have you a, know, we gotta have a black woman brewer podcast. That'd right. be cool. Yeah, have them more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah that'd be that's cool. on the agenda. LT, okay. you're on, you're here. Come on, okay. on. 
Yeah. Accept. Appreciate You're on deck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we know them all. I think we've named think, most of them. Yeah, no, four. there is a, another. I don't know if you guys. Maybe more. Hopefully yeah. More. Do y'all follow Lady Logger? Yeah. On... Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 It's so funny. Like, you can literally go down and, like, name us all on, like, maybe two hands, I feel like. That would be a great panel. That's a great panel. I mean, yeah, that is two like, hands is probably yeah. getting being generous too, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is the cool thing about being in the in the beer community because you do get to meet these people and and it, even uh, shout out to uh, what was Fresh Fest and now Barrel and Flow where they up bring them all together. Yeah, and yeah, uh, sure. and get to meet them all in in, in person and and sample sample their beer. Oh, you oh, well, you're on the agenda then. You coming? Yeah, I have to go next year. Absolutely, yeah, you gotta you gotta be there next year. For sure, it's, so, it's, it's definitely great. worth it for any any black person in craft beer. Like, I think so. And I, yeah, I think like anybody, a, even a if you're not in the in the craft beer, it's just a good festival. Period. Just so, for black yeah. people in general, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree yeah. with that. I can agree with that. Yeah, because yeah, there's, yeah. there's arts, there's music, there's entertainment, mm-hmm. there's food, mm-hmm. there's yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Just and a good then those time. People that if you're not in the craft beer, that's a backdrop, and you can still drink some beer, and maybe maybe we can get some converts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Um, sure. My, I guess my other question now. Well, just I guess that's kind of a segue. It's not really a great segue, but uh, you also <laughs> were one of the uh, first recipients of the Michael J. Jackson uh, Foundation. Uh, yeah. so, so, how how did that come about, and and then what exactly did it did it um, entail? I. I don't know. I found out about it on Instagram and I wasn't even going to apply <laughs> at first. Cause I was like, damn, this scholarship, like literally everyone's about to like apply for this scholarship. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then my boss, um, Elliot was actually like, I mean, what do you have to lose? Just like apply for it. <laughs> and, uh, so I was like, okay, so I did. And I ended up getting, um, an interview with all these people. That's the first time I saw Garrett Oliver, like on screen. Like I was like, so I was really nervous as soon as the zoom popped up it was like boom it was Garrett Oliver um but uh yeah we had like a little interview then um and I also thought like I bombed that interview I felt like so um but it worked out I got it (laughs) um no bomb so yeah (laughs) so I took my uh scholarship and I went to um the concise course in brewing through the Siebel Institute. Okay. So I took that uh, online course and it was a great course. So yeah, I mean, I don't know from that, I think, I think his main goal with that scholarship is first, you know, it was him to find people, you know, in actually there's another female brewer, another black brewer from Colorado. Okay. <laughs> that which he was one of the first uh, recipients also. Okay. Um, but anyway, he wanted to take people that were already here and kind of like uplift us and kind of give us a voice. And I think that definitely worked. You know what I mean? I think it's been nothing but, you know, great opportunities that have happened after, you know, that scholarship and, you know, the people that I've met on Instagram and like the podcast. So I think in a way, like it's kind of there to make us kind of representatives of people of color in the brewing industry. And I think that's definitely what, um, like I was saying earlier, I'm like, I don't really like being a spotlight or anything like that. Like, it's weird for me. But, you know, in, in this instance for this scholarship and for the purposes behind it and, you know, anyone trying to get here, I, I'm definitely down to, you know, 
speak on it when, whenever I can, like, you know, on podcasts and things like that. And, and even like on the panel that I was just on, like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a, it's been a really great experience so far with the scholarship. Because the panel was in, uh, was in Brooklyn? Was it in Brooklyn? Yeah. How did yeah. that go as well? Oof, that was scary for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like public speaking at all. And there was like 50 people just like looking at me. It was weird. It, it comes um, sounds like you better get used to it though. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So, I know. 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 Right. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I, I just uh, sometimes you got to get there and it's like, I can't escape from this. So I have to like, right. I got to do it. Oh. <laughs> but in but, your um, mind, you're like, run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut it down. Right, yeah. Everybody come. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the panel was, um, the panel was great. I think um, also there too, a lot of great conversations, a lot of great discussions. And I was able to get, you know, different, you know, viewpoints and different perspectives um, as far as other women of color that are not just like black women um, in the industry. You know, one of the ladies on the panel, um, she's Puerto Rican. The other was like half Asian. Um, so they, I mean, they also like have their own set of struggles that they've dealt with being yeah, here. Yeah. So it was nice. It was it was really cool. And actually, at that panel, Garrett Oliver surprised me there. So <laughs> I got to meet him in person. So that was that was super nice. Cool. Yeah, I, I can imagine if you were just wanting to be a brewer, but but because of who you are, it comes with a whole mm-hmm. other layer of things that right. that, right. that yeah. you don't that you no, ne- necessarily wanted to have responsibility before. But right. it just right. comes with the the territory of being uh, a, a, a woman, a first. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and then, yeah. like you said, you you just. It seems like it was started all on a lark. Like your friend was like, "You should be. Well, we need more black female brewers." And then mm-hmm. seven years later, you're like, "Yeah, me. It's yeah. me." It's <laughs> yeah, no, I'm here now. So, do you uh, still talk to that what person? What were you doing before before uh, your beer journey? Uh, I was just a bartender, uh, and I was like a restaurant manager. I mm-hmm. just like you know, you're just typical workaholic kind of person so (laughs) i've worked a ton um i worked at a couple of different restaurants before i moved to colorado but yeah that's i have a psychology degree that i never used Um, (laughs) i think a lot of people can relate (laughs) yeah i make more money in the restaurant so that's cool that's why i never use it (laughs) now do you still talk to that person who that the 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 person you had at that was at the um at the brewery that said you sh- they should they need more people in a, a woman to come. Yeah. You still talk to him? Yeah. So do you I talk like, to him all the time. He's so happy for me and it's like yeah. crazy that he's so stoked. Right. He man- a manifestation, what is it? He right. put it in the atmosphere in the yeah. universe. I'd be like, right. wait, but you kind of brushed me off when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> now you are now like, you a yo, full brewery. <laughs> I told you to be yeah. you said nah. I sure did. Yeah, I was sure. like, that's cool. I'm not gonna do that, but okay. <laughs> Well, sometimes I'll really be popping up every panel she had. She didn't want to be on there. <laughs> she didn't want to be here. I got to ask her to do that. <laughs> That's funny. No, but he's uh, he's actually not in brewing anymore. He's about to open his own restaurant, but like he like low key like creeps on my Instagram and stuff, and he like sees all the things that I'm doing, and he works with one of my best friends, so. Um, through him, I always hear like he always tells me he's like he's so proud of you, dude. Like <laughs> he like loves the journey that you're on, and he knows he knows he's why. So <laughs> well, that's, that's he got me here. That's dope. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess I, I guess another question I always why well, I ask sometimes is there a 
a style of beer that you haven't brewed that you really want to brew? Good question, Rob. Ooh. Um, no. I don't think so. Brew a, a, a tart uh, cherry. You don't want you want you don't want Brutus to kill a base to kill a barrel watermelon. <laughs> um, that I mean that sounds good. I mean I just I think that uh fortunately we have a pilot system here, so I've brewed a lot of different styles. Okay. Um, but I think what I maybe there's not a style that I haven't brewed, but there's like tons of stuff that I've never put in barrels, and I think that's where I really want to. Like go, and I hope that at some point Five Wits, you know, gets a little barrel program, and I would love to do that. You know, different barrels. I love beers aged on wood, in any in any way. <laughs> so what what to what part of what kind of barrels do you like, and what would you like them to uh, to bring to your uh, brewery? I I really like um, wine barrels, and mm. also just like just did he. I don't know. I'm starting. I don't know. Lou made that up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know he was. I mean, he was a good feature guy, but well, he wasn't even play a great through, feature guy. Play through the fire, boss. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't get to hear it. <laughs> but you know what? They don't even have. Um, you don't even know on this playlist. That's crazy. What? You don't even know. So it don't, don't count. Even... It's not a one hit wonder. Yeah, it wasn't. Like it, but he got a lot of songs. Like, who is this guy? Of course he does. <laughs> who, Rocco? Yes. <laughs> the black Rocco, all the Rocco's up. Oh, Rocco. Oh, that way. Spelled differently. How would you spell him spelling it? Two C's. Mm. Oh. You don't need no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cause he got a lot of mixtapes. Oh, he got a lot. Oh, of Oh, so that's tapes. how you spell it. That's how you say it. <laughs> yeah, you only know. You know. That's crazy. That's that's crazy. Yeah, he got a lot of. Oh uh, yeah, that was 2013. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That don't seem. That seem. Well, yeah, that was, that's about right. Oh, oh, that's why. That's how. You, like, oh, that's what you were talking about. That's how you spell it. What the fuck is that spelling? <laughs> what? You don't even know. Oh, 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 oh. You always know. That's why I couldn't find it. I passed it like five times. I was like, what the Don't you know how I found it, Rob? Josh said it. <laughs> he said it as I was reading it. I was like, oh, shit. You don't even know. I passed that like five times. I was like, oh, that's not it. <laughs> I can't find it. I can't find it. This motherfucker don't even got no hit. No, you won't even know. And I think, and the thing is, because it got the the dots, so it looked like it means <laughs> something. <laughs> like, nah, you supposed to just say them words, bro. That's bullshit, right there. No, you o e and no. Yeah, you don't even know it. You ain't That's know. That country shit, God damn. You ain't know. You ain't got what you mind, Bob. You ain't know. Well, I get this. You ain't know. All right. Well, well. Um, thanks for tuning <laughs> into this bonus episode. Uh, <laughs> you can find Bruising Banner Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at, at Bruising Banner Podcast or Bruising P on Twitter. Mm. Listen to the podcast on our podcast, Google Podcast, anywhere. Listen to the podcast. You ain't even know. You ain't even know. You ain't even know. Thank you for listening to this uh, bonus episode. Until next time. You ain't even know. You ain't even know. The cannon, cannon, cannon. You ain't even know. Remember cannon, man?
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. This shit sounds crazy. This shit sounds crazy. This shit sounds crazy. This shit sounds crazy. I came up from my own name. That's right. My niggas are right with me on the moon. Got killers with me right now. You don't need me.